This is the Barbecue Central Show podcast being generated from a live recording of the Barbecue Central Show, which airs at thebbqcentralshow.com every Tuesday between 9 p.m. and 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Barbecue Central Show being brought to you by the Barbecue Guru, makers of automatic pit temperature control devices. Visit them at thebbqguru.com or call them 800 800- 288-GURU. And by Tasty Licks Barbecue Supply. Sauces, rubs, grills, smokers, everything for the outdoor chef. Visit them online at tastylicksbbq.com or call them 800-677-2882. And by Butcher Barbecue. Manufacturers of premium injections, rubs, and sauces. Visit them online and take full advantage at butcherbbq.com. And by Stephen DeFranco Jeweler. Official jeweler of the Barbecue Central Show. Visit them at stephendefranco.com or call 440-943-2700 and use keyword Barbecue Brother to receive all the discounts. And by Green Mountain Grills, one of the country's premier pellet grill manufacturers. Three different sizes to choose from, something to fit in every budget, and find out more by visiting greenmountaingrills.com. And by Cook Shack, the country's premier manufacturer of electronic and pellet-driven cookers, servicing the residential, commercial, and competition markets. Visit CookShack.com for more information. And by El Diablo Mustard. A few years ago, they wanted to turn ordinary mustard into the hottest shit on earth and dared to take spicy mustard further. They took fiery peppers, flaming spices to create flavor so powerful, so intense that even the devil couldn't resist. Find them at ElDiabloMustard.com and enjoy the bold flavors, great taste, and man, it's hot as hell. And by CookinPellets.com. Have a pellet fire cooker? Why not try some of the best pellets out there on the market today? Guaranteed to run in any cooker, and it's not voiding any warranties. You can purchase yours today at CookinPellets.com. This is Chad Hayden with Miss Miner's Barbecue's 19th Annual Jack Daniels World Barbecue Champion, and this is Barbecue Central. Joe B's gives you every vitamin and all the minerals naturally to get energy and feel great. Go to JoeBees.com. That's J-O-E-B-E-E-S.com. So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. All right, gang, let's get at it. Welcome to the really big Barbecue Central show. Yeah. Uh, This is the show that talks about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling. We broadcast live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. It is the barbecue capital of the North Coast. For those that were worried, worry not, it is. Uh, if you want to jump in on the show tonight, I'm sorry, I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you. If you want to jump in on the show tonight, more than happy to have you. You can call in to 1-6-2-2-0-0-9-6-6. You can also email the show, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. Anything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website, of course, 
thebbqcentralshow.com. And here's what's happening tonight. In case you didn't get the newsletter and it's all full, you can't get it anymore. Bob Trudnak coming up at 9.14 p.m. Vice President of Sales and Marketing for the Barbecue Guru. We're going to be talking about a multitude of items to include mostly that of the new Party Q unit, which I just got my hands on. I was sent a, I don't know if it's a test unit because, I mean, it's been out for a while, but I have the newer version to test out, put through its paces. I do have a Weber Smoky Mountain that it will fit nicely on. I do have a Bubba Keg that will fit nicely on. I'll be able to try them out on those two different cookers. Really give you some honest feedback, uh, $149 price point. So as automatic pit temperature control devices are concerned for what it does, certainly affordable, certainly attainable, a entry point into automatic pit temperature control device if you should see fit. So we'll be talking with Bob Trudnak, 914, 935. You like them when I have them. Open segment. That's right. So if you have always wanted to call into the show, maybe you have wanted to ask me a question about a guest or opinion on something that I have not talked about over the last seven years, or you'd like me to rehash a topic, see if my thoughts have stayed the same or changed or evolved, we'll do that at 9.35. Maybe we'll mix in a contest. Maybe we won't, but we'll see what happens. Then we'll move to the second hour, and at 10.14... Dare I say, the hottest cook on the KCBS competition circuit. Pitmaster of the American Dream barbecue team, friend of mine, David Qualls, will be joining us. Oh, yeah. We're going to get a lot of in-depth insight to a team who has not been active on the circuit for, you know, 5 or 10 or 15 years like some of the people that I would have on this show. What I would call the vets of the competition circuit. Now, laying down veteranship beatdowns, to be sure, especially here in 2014. But we'll be able to really get in-depth with David on you know why they got involved and how they have been able to really ramp up the ability to not only compete at a high level, but maintain the high-level competition to competition so much so that it seems like every time they enter event this year, They're either taking the RGC or, as they have two weeks in a row, taking grand championship of competition. So uh, looking forward to talking with David and uh, certainly a man, a master of the uh, spoken word, David Qualls, American Dream Barbecue Team, 10-14. And then helping me close out the show, somebody that we missed last month, but you see him here monthly, the official Barbecue Central sauce and rub reviewer, fiery food expert, knowledge base extraordinaire, Scott Roberts. Will help me close out the show properly this evening. Coming out of the bully, as we like to say. Also, if you want to jump in, more than happy to have you. 216-220-0966. Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. All right, as I ask you every week, if you're watching or listening to the show, Uh, Make a Facebook post, social media types, get out your Twitter, or uh, maybe you're a nerd and you'd like to post something on Reddit. Uh, I appreciate the nerds to no end. Uh, Send them to a few different links. Audio stuff only can be found at my website, thebbqcentralshow.com. The computer video side, the simulcast partner, outdoorcookingchannel.com, as they have been for uh, five years or whatever it has been now. 
Also, if you have Roku or a number of other, the IP television, first go to the App Store, search for the Outdoor Cooking Channel, and then if they have it, download it to your App Store there on your IP TV device, and uh, you will have the option of watching uh, any stream live on the Outdoor Cooking Channel app. Plus, there is a number of ways to get replays to all the different shows to stream on Outdoor Cooking Channel. Don't forget, you can subscribe to this show for audio replays through iTunes. Video replays at the uh, YouTube channel, Barbecue for You, which you can see on the lower third here on the video side. Outdoor Cooking Channel, obviously, as I mentioned, has the video replays. And the main website, Barbecue Central, has all of the replays, both audio and video. So, as I always say every week, never any reason why you should ever miss anything on this show ever. If you've heard somebody talking about this show, did you hear the interview where Rempy asked this? Or did you hear the interview where this guest said this to Rempy? It can all be found there. There's a very nifty search option at the top. You can always email me and ask me, when was this show? I'll pretend like I know. Nine times out of ten, I have no idea. There's a lot of show going on here, folks. i got to be honest. But I'll do my best to track it down, or I'll make a Facebook post. Inevitably, the Central Lights are very aware of uh, the good stuff that has happened on the show. Also, the bad stuff. If you want to know the bad stuff, ask me. I'll ask them. They'll tell you in five seconds. Uh, as far as Whiskey Bent Barbecue in the pit, there was no live show tonight. I believe Chad and the boys will be live on Thursday. So tune in to the Outdoor Cooking Channel from 7 to 9 this coming Thursday for Whiskey Bent Barbecue in the pit. A couple things here before we uh, jump over to Bob Trudnack in the first interview segment. I want to thank the folks at Porticool for sending me the Cyclone 2200 patio unit to try out this summer. Uh, I do have video of me unboxing it. It's ready to go. I will get that posted soon uh, on the YouTube page, also here on the website, of course. Now, unfortunately, for this thing to be like optimum temperature, I need it to be like 85 degrees with 75% relative humidity. And until today, I haven't seen 85 degrees. It's been like 68 and 70. You know, if I had my druthers, that would be my summer right there. 75 degrees, low humidity. It's perfect. But until I can really crank up the temperature and not have it be during the week when I am working, uh, I will get some actual uh, review and demo of how this thing actually works. It's supposed to uh, cool off 500 square feet, so a really good size garage. Uh, I'm going to put it on the patio, of course, for the next big barbecue. Uh, and then we're going to be having uh, somebody from Porticool on next week to go over the unit, how they work, how they're different from swamp coolers, because I hear a lot of that talk going on online. So uh, stay tuned for that next week. Uh, somebody from Porticool will be on. Looking forward to that. And then I do want to read this email that I got from Don Hopkins. You might recall last week if you tuned in. Uh, Deputy Corey, who is not in the house tonight. Where is he? He's off. He's off till next week. Where is he? We talked about how do people consume the show and would it make a difference to anybody if I did a live show every Tuesday or if I didn't because the majority, the vast majority are coming downloads anyway through uh, YouTube and mostly through uh, iTunes on the audio side. And I get this email from Don Hopkins, faithful listener to the show. Greg, for a while now, I've heard discussion on your show about live show versus podcast. I consume many different cooking videos on the Internet, but... The Barbecue Central show is miles ahead just for the simple fact that it is live. On a weekly basis, you provide live guests that most of us just watched compete the week before on Barbecue Pitmasters, or they've just won a big contest. 
The lucky folks that tune in Tuesday nights get to hear the real story behind those folks, not an edited version that TV wants us to consume. We get to hear how the cook really went. We get to hear how the barbecue shows function and what experience is really like. And probably my most favorite part is learning the science behind barbecue with Meathead. And the fact that all this is live and not edited puts it on a different level. The interview with Mo Kaysan last week, for instance, is a perfect example of what separates your show from the rest. Learning his story, how hard he works on a weekly basis just so he can maintain his barbecue life. Pitmasters isn't telling you that. Your live show lets us see the true raw side of the barbecue and the folks that represent it. Yes, you could simply provide the show the same way, not in a live format, but there is something about knowing that every Tuesday night I can settle down and watch the most succulent show there is in regards to barbecue live. Can't tell you how much appreciate you for taking the time every week to bring to life the barbecue world. Thank you for doing it, Don Hopkins. Don, thank you for consuming the show, in general consuming uh, most importantly, taking the time to uh, write that email. And, you know, that's that's really what does it for me. You know, that's really what it does for me. Uh, people appreciating the live show and knowing that, you know, while there might be not a vast audience that is consuming it this way, uh, the hardcore folks do and they appreciate it. And, uh, you know, I like doing it. You know, I do the show for me first and foremost because I like doing the show. Um, but for the live audience, uh, secondary after that. And it's mostly first for the live listeners, by the way. All right, let me talk to you quickly about El Diablo Mustard, uh, sponsor here at Barbecue Central. El Diablo was born a few years ago when its creator wanted to turn ordinary mustard into the hottest on earth. They pushed the boundaries with adding fiery habanero, roasted chipotle, flaming jalapeno, spicy mango into mustard. So powerful, so hot and so intense that even the devil couldn't resist, and El Diablo was born. El Diablo features six bold flavors that taste great and are hot as hell. Here they are in no particular order. Mango is a bit of island heat meets sweet with real mango puree and a slow tingling heat. Roasted Chipotle adds a kick of Southwest with a peppery mustard and smoky Chipotle puree for a nice slow heat. Steakhouse adds a hearty flavor of zing and Worcestershire with that tangy tomato for blazing layers of flavor. How about Texas Chili makes any hot dog an instant chili dog with hints of garlic, cumin, and paprika. And jalapeno pops with real jalapeno puree and mustard zing. Try it on some hot bacon. Try it on a cold-cut sandwich or a piece of toast. Spectacular. And how about for the hotheads? No problem. Got you covered here. Habanero is flavor inferno. For you daring types that want all heat all day, you can get it here with habanero El Diablo mustard. So get grilling. Add some heat to your meat. Connect on El Diablo's Facebook page for the recipe tips and giveaways. Bold flavors. Great taste. Hot as hell. ElDiabloMustard.com. That's ElDiabloMustard.com. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to step away. We'll be right back with Bob Trudnack from the Barbecue Guru. Your questions and so forth coming up as well. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central show right here on the Barbecue Central Networks.
Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. All right, welcome back. Uh, This portion of the Barbecue Central Show brought to you by the Sam's Club National Barbecue Tour. 31 cities, 500 grand in cash to be won. Eternal bragging rights forever. The next Sam's Club event will be June 21st in Lexington, Kentucky. That is a local qualifier that feeds into the regional, uh, the Richmond, Virginia regional final, which goes down August 30th. To keep up with the Sam's Tour or to register, to compete, because there are still some spots available, visit kcbs.us slash samstour. That's kcbs.us slash samstour. All right, my next guest, an award-winning pitmaster, a sauce maker, a soon-to-be international cooking class instructor, and the VP of Sales and Marketing for the longest-running sponsor of this here show. It's Bob Trudnack joining me. Bob, how are you, buddy? Hey, Greg. Wow, what an introduction there. Hey, I mean, when you're going international, we got to step up the introduction game just a little bit. <laughs> oh, man, I'm excited. I'm excited about what's happening here. Yeah, we're going to talk about it here in just a few minutes, but I guess, uh, you know, the first thing that I wanted to talk about and the last time you were on, uh, we were kind of ushering out of the conversation and you said, oh, by the way, you know, just a few teasers, uh, one of those being that the party queue was doing you know, exceptionally well, maybe even better than expectation, so much so that uh, there were already going to be some revamps or improvements or facelifts or whatever you want to call it. So in regards to that specific product, the Party Q, uh, what can you tell us about it, you know, how it existed originally and where we see it present day? Okay, well, um, the, the original Party Q was uh, a control that took over the old Pitminder, which was an analog control with a dial on it. You can set it in 15-degree increments, but the beauty of it was it was very simple. It had um, one pit probe, no food probe. You just set the temperature and let it go. The fan was uh, hardwired and connected to the control, so it was kind of plug-and-play. Now, with the old control, you had to plug it in, though. You had to plug it in household power. The new party queue... um, is all battery operated. Four AA batteries. We redesigned it with a flex neck, um, uh, so you can turn the head of the control any way you want to look at it. Uh, it's just a, it's a beautiful thing. And I, we sent you one. What do you think of it? Well, I have to tell you, Bob, um, I, I don't really have a tremendous amount of experience with uh, pit temperature control devices, but two things jumped out at me right off the bat. Uh, aesthetically, and we're running some uh, guru video here on the show while we're talking. Uh, aesthetically, it's very pleasing. It's uh, it's smooth looking. Um, it's not yeah. offensive in color or anything like that. It will kind of fit any decor that you have. Uh, the flex yeah. neck that you mentioned is absolutely fabulous and very convenient, uh, so you don't have to worry about mounting the blower um, to the intake and then figuring out what you're going to do with the other portion of it. Are you going to hang it on the lid? Are you going to hang it on the handle? Right. Are you going to stick it? You know, it's all... Uh, self-involved and then the fact very convenient very portable the thing that I like the most about it and you referenced it uh, a couple minutes ago is the fact that like I remember I'm I'm a big fan of the barbecue growing all the way back to the pit miner I mean the pit miner used to be like the shit back in the day that was the thing to have yeah and absolutely I am you know I'm a geek to a certain degree but I don't need all of 
you know, the like the, the CyberQ Wi-Fi stuff. I mean, that's a whole different level of technology and things you can do with it. For me, you know, I right. like to be around the cooker a little bit, but I don't want to be around it all day long. So I just want to be able to set a temperature and let it run. And the party queue does that spectacularly. Oh, by the way, it runs on AA batteries, so you don't even have to worry about the power source that I hear a lot of people bitch about going, well, I don't want to do it because I don't have power or I go to the camp. Right. I mean, you can take it wherever you want. Exactly. You go to a competition, you have suspect power, you got the guy next to you running a generator, the other guy running a refrigerator, a kegerator, whatever they're doing, and uh, you don't have to worry about being on the power grid. So I think it works out fantastic. Um, and, and, we, you know, we, we have a few different controls. Like you mentioned, the CyberQ Wi-Fi. We have the DigiQ. I think this is geared toward the person who wants simplicity, but also toward the beginner, toward people who are just getting into the hobby of barbecuing. They want something simple to use to help them maintain temperature while they're learning other aspects of barbecue. I, I think the one thing that, you know, we can probably all agree on uh, – because we like barbecue in general, whether it be through the sport, whether it just be through the recreation of it, like I um, more or less consume it, is, you know, when I'm at a party, somebody's like, oh, you're the barbecue guy. Well, I just bought a, a Brinkman, you know, $70 smoker, and I want to, you know, reach across the table and smack them around a little bit. Because I'm like, you know, <laughs> engineering-wise, yeah. it's, it's not great. So what do you get? You get a bad experience. Uh, you're tending right. the fire. It doesn't taste good. It's dry. It's it's crappy. And then all of a sudden, it's like the next best uh, flower pot in the yard instead of being the cooker. And somebody has left barbecue, right. which we don't want. I mean, you don't want. I don't want. This really allows you to become a master of the fire and, and kind of uh, have the aid. You can learn your cooker. I mean, we all want you to learn your cooker manually, yeah. but you can also put this on if you have other things to do. And it just right. runs it for you, and you get perfect results. Right. And that's the key. You know, we all want to learn how to use our cookers without a control. That's fine. That's, you know, part of being a pit master, part of being a barbecue at, at any level. Um, but, look, we have busy lives. Um, you know, I got two kids in sports. I do catering. I'm, you know, doing the sales and marketing for Barbecue Guru. I got a busy life. Other people have busy lives. Set the control. Put your food on and forget about it for a while. It's not that it's not that big of a deal, and it, and it controls the pit very easily and precise, and it just makes your life easier. And if there's days you don't want to do it, you don't use it. But I'm telling you, it's 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 amazing what it does. Uh, the other thing that I really like about the party queue is the fact that if if you're looking at some of the other uh, versions that the barbecue guru has to offer, uh, inevitably you're looking at you know a unit itself, then you're looking at a fan. Uh, a lot of people are still apprehensive about calling or emailing questions, so they might make a wrong decision, and they have a fan that isn't big enough to power the firebox, or it's too big and it's blowing stuff all around. This guesswork is already done for you. If you have a bullet-style smoker or a kettle grill, you already have an adapter ready to go. If you have a ceramic cooker, you already have an adapter to go. The fan is there. You put the batteries in, you set the temperature, and you're off and running. You're off and running, exactly. Good point. Obviously, you can get it at thebbqguru.com. It's called uh, the Party Q. Uh, where are we at for a uh, price point on the, the newly revamped Party Q? Okay, so the, the the last version of the Party Q was 139 with an adapter. The new and improved version, we, we did our best to keep it at low cost, is 149 with an adapter. And believe me, we put you know a year and a half worth of design into this and a lot of work and 
you know, to, for us to keep it at under $150 was tough, but we felt like we needed to do that for our customers. So 149 with an adapter out the door, you're cooking. Just for a, a price comparison, like if I went and got the, the CyberQ Wi-Fi model with all the, the bells and whistles and stuff, you know, what are we looking at on right. a higher end for that? You're looking closer to 400 for the CyberQ Wi-Fi. Yeah. So, I mean, you're saving... For your, for your average cooker. Now, you know, you can get multiple fans and multiple adapters. And, oh, yeah. You know, you have your big offset cookers that need more equipment. But on average, you're looking at around 400 for the Wi-Fi. So... As I say in the reads, easiest point of entry into automatic pit temperature control devices, hands down. Yes, absolutely. Great for ceramics, great for kettles, great for bowl-style smokers, great for small cabinet smokers. You know, anything I would say, like, uh, if you can compare, like, a 30-gallon drum size cooker and smaller, this is perfect for. All right, that Once is... you start getting into the bigger cabinets and the offsets, you want to use one of our other controls that you can use bigger fans with. And that is the party queue, so uh, check it out. The BBQGuru.com is the website. Um, yes. The other thing that we were talking about the last time you were on, and it just kind of rolled out, so you didn't really have a lot of uh, depth to look back behind and, and really track success, was uh, the, the barbecue Bob Trudneck line of uh, sauces. So fast forward to where we are today. Now you do have some uh, track record behind you. How are you finding the sauce to be uh, received into the consuming public? And more importantly, how is it tracking for your benchmarks to decide if it's been a success or if it's been a, a good run? Uh, it's, it's above and beyond my, my dreams. I'm so happy with it. You know, I developed this sauce because day in and day out, you know, we're catering, I'm competing for barbecue guru. I'm trying to please people. And I just wanted to develop something that had perfect balance that had nice flavor that, you know, when, when you put it in your mouth, there's nothing to pick out specifically that says there's too much of this or too little of that. And I really felt like I, I put a lot of time into doing that. And it's really paid off. Uh, a lot of teams using it. I've got dealers all over the country. I've got people around the world, the U.K., the Netherlands, Germany using it, Puerto Rico. So I'm like, I'm thrilled. Uh, and, and I'm doing this out of my passion for barbecue and, and cooking and flavor. And for people to respond to it the way they are, it's just it's amazing. And uh, my new Alpha Rub has come out, um, and that's doing very well, too. So, you know, a combination of Alpha Rub and, and the new sauce is, you know, give it a shot. I think you'll really love it. Uh, that's available on the website as well, Bob? Yeah, I have that on my catering website. That's havingabbq.com. Havingabbq.com. All right, we'll put that in the show. H-A-V-E-N-A-B-B-Q. All right. Check that out if you're looking for new sauces and rubs. A uh, couple different items as far as like uh, challenges and, and uh, tours and whatever. Uh, we had mentioned, uh, I think not the last time, but the time before, uh, the Barbecue Guru Challenge. Uh, if you could, A, refresh us on exactly uh, what criteria you have to meet to be in on that and how is it progressing? Okay, so um, uh, we're working together, we're partnering with KCBS. Uh, we're doing a 10-contest barbecue guru challenge where if you use a barbecue guru of any sort, to be old or new, uh, or an Onyx oven that we make, you can sign up and register for one of these 10 events around the country. I think we're about four in at this point. Um, and when you register, it doesn't matter. As long as you come in first or second as a registered guru user, 
you will get a prize of either 750 or $300 plus a beautiful custom trophy with a working gold and silver digiqueue on the trophies. Wow. So if you come in 20th overall, but you're the first guru registered team, you still win the money, still win the trophy. Was that a, I mean, you know, people talking about dealing with the KCBS and stuff and getting things up and running. Was that a process uh, that was easier or more difficult than you thought it would be getting it up and running? It was very easy. You know, we came up with the concept. Uh, we put some plans together. We had a few meetings, and it was up and running. It was it, it ran very smoothly. I was very happy with the things the way things went. The other item that is always very popular every year is the uh, Great American uh, Cookout Tour, and I might actually be getting those confused with uh, what uh, Mike Peters is doing, but forgive me. Uh, Great American Cookout Tour, what is the barbecue guru doing with that particular event? Yeah, so that is. That's Mike and Chris Peters. And All right. Last year it was the Great American Barbecue Tour. Yes. This year it's the Great American Cookout. They changed the name a little bit, trying to appeal to people in their backyards. Um and we are one of the accessory sponsors, partners. Um, so when you see Mike and Chris Peters out on the road on their tour, you'll see them using um, barbecue guru controls on the eggs, and they're cooking up food and talking about the product and creating awareness for barbecue, and it's just a wonderful thing. They do about 20 or so stops around the country, and it's been a great success for us. How much of a, or maybe you can't even quantify, but... How much of a benefit is it for the company of Barbecue Guru to be able to uh, work out some type of a accessory sponsorship with this type of tour? And Mike and Chris have been doing this for years. I mean, it seems like 50 years now. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they're yeah. the ones that are pretty much uh, running this whole thing now for years. Uh, they're very well respected. They're doing it very – Mike is very charismatic. His wife is uh, very charismatic as well. Uh, so they're great ambassadors for barbecue how much of a benefit uh, do you think that you guys are seeing from a company perspective on uh, getting involved with this tour? It's a huge benefit. Um, first of all, like you said, they handle themselves very well. They're creating awareness for barbecue in general, but they're creating awareness for a, a product that's been kind of a niche for years. Um, you know, we've for years we've appealed to the hardcore barbecue or to the competition team to the people who are, know and understand barbecue and the, and the barbecue products. But now, you know, they're reaching out to the general public, getting them involved in the, in the hobby of barbecuing and teaching them basics and using our products to do that. So it's, it's priceless just to get our products out there and, and create awareness for what, what is available to people. So, yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. Bob Tradnack joining me here on the show. Website, of course, thebbqguru.com. Uh, with the uh, remaining minutes here we have in the segment, Bob, I, I want to spend uh, some time talking about the fact that you will be going over to Germany in October to teach a barbecue. I mean, obviously, the barbecue classes here in the States are prolific, probably as even an understatement anymore, especially over the last three to five years. Seems like anybody that wins it turns right around, they start giving a class, what have you. This is like a whole different magnitude and order. You're going to a completely different company, one where you wouldn't normally associate a Southern-style barbecue um, uh, uh, thing to be. But I think this probably goes to show that not only is uh, the guru reaching over and, and outside of just the domestication part of it, 
and going international, but uh, really this sport and hobby and art of barbecue is growing worldwide and taking on a, a rabid fan base. It really is. Um, and, you know, I just really became aware of this within the past couple of years. And I had a conversation with Ray, Dr. Barbecue, and he was going over to Europe, over to the UK, and and dealing with the whole grill stock thing yeah. and teaching people. And we went over and competed last year and had a blast. We made a bunch of great friends and really saw how bad these the Europeans really want to learn slow-cooked barbecue and how excited they are about it. And we have a lot of great teachers. We have a lot of great products that we can offer to them. Um, and KCBS is reaching out and doing more and more contests. I, you know, I can, I think they grew by 300% over there in the last year and a half, uh, as far as contests go. So we are actually, and this is preliminary, but we're starting barbecue gear with Europe. Um, and we're, it's a slow process, but we're putting things in place now for 2015 season. Um, and we are going to have warehousing. We're going to have distribution, and we want to, you know, reach out to these people who want to learn how to cook. And and the business of barbecue in Europe is growing. Catering, restaurants, see restaurants using ceramic grills as their main uh, cooking equipment. So the the whole idea of slow barbecuing or American style barbecuing is really taken off. And we're working with our German affiliate um, Palm, and they are. Uh, putting on this contest in, in Germany. So I'm going to go over there, maybe compete, maybe judge. I haven't figured that out yet. But the weekend before, I'll be teaching a competition class. Very excited about going over. Bob, the one thing that I hear uh, in, a, in a stereotypical sense in Europe uh, is lack of quality meat. Um, do you find that to be the case, uh, or are you know are you worried about that when you go over? Are you going to bring your own stuff, or do you think that there's going to be a uh, good enough supply well, on hand? Yeah, I, mean, I, I did see that a little bit, but you know, you have I we cooked the food that was given to us, and we did well. We kind of had to rethink things, and ended up with four top tens in the in the uh, grill stock competition. So. Yeah, I think the food, I think the meats are getting better. They're starting to understand. You know, a lot of the competition teams and the cooks are teaching the butchers for what they learned. So the butchers are kind of having to rethink cuts and and how to, um, you know, how to cut the, the meats and the different muscles for the barbecuers. So they're being taught. So it may be a slow process. I haven't really cooked in other countries. We'll see what happens in Germany, but you know I think people are teaching the butchers, they're teaching the meat shops how to deal with this, and we're going to see you know a big improvement over the next year or so. You know, I talked about it with Dave Bosk on the show uh, maybe uh, two months ago, and it, it doesn't happen here. It was about to happen, and they got unsanctioned or kind of shot down. But over in Europe, horse is actually uh, fairly pervasive. Have you ever uh, taken in any horse? Ooh, I'm no, saying I am not, saying uh, I am saying horse like the equestrian, by the way, Bob. Just in case. Yeah, no, I, I was uh, offered a zebra burger over there, but I passed. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I can I can uh, I can agree with that, no doubt about. It. Uh, anything <laughs> new 
in the barbecue guru pipeline that you can release tonight, as we uh, always like to say, getting the scoop here on the show. Yeah, well, the key word is release. I'm not releasing anything, but um, I I will tell you I have, we have a new cooker in the works. Uh, it is not to replace the Onyx oven. The Onyx oven is still being built. Uh, we have a little lull in manufacturing. It will be out at the end of June, early July. But the new cooker is, I'll tell you this, it's going to be designed and marketed to the beginner, to the novice. Um, it's going to come with a party queue in the box. Oh. It's going to have a lot of great information um, for a beginner to learn to get, you know, jump into barbecuing and learn quickly. And the prototype is sitting in my shop. And for the first time ever on Friday morning, I get to fire it up and cook on it. And I'm very, very excited about it. There will be no pictures on social media, though. <laughs> Not yet. That's right. Uh, there. Oddly enough, and it has nothing to do with barbecue, but there's a Porsche dealership right up by uh, where I work in Beachwood, Ohio. And some guy by the name of Roger Penske has whatever the newest hybrid Ferrari is, and it's like one of six in the country. And people could take pictures of it, but you weren't allowed to put it on social media, so obviously everybody was on blast. This thing is $900,000. Wow. I can't can't spend that money on a car. I can't. No. Even if I'm Roger Penske. Our new cooker is going to be much cheaper than that. Do you know how many party (laughs) cues I could buy with $900,000? It would be like the Santa Claus of party cues. Oh, I can't even imagine buying a party expense. No doubt. Ridiculous. Uh, Bob Trudnack is the VP of Sales and Marketing for the Barbecue Guru, and, of course, you can find it at thebbqguru.com. You can get all the products there that we talked about tonight uh, as well. Uh, Also, you can go to uh, havingabbq.com. Is that the right Website for the sauce and the rub, Bob? Yes. Yeah, H-A-V-E-N-A-B-B-Q.com for the sauce and rub and BBQGuru.com for the equipment. If we can have you back to recap after the uh, class in Germany, I'd love to get your take after the fact. That would be great. Absolutely. I'll be happy to come on. All right, Bob. Appreciate the time as always, man. All right. Take care. There he is. Bob Trudner. The barbecue guru, VP of uh, sales and marketing. Maybe he's the president now. He's got to be soon to be president of the barbecue guru. I mean, talk about a guy who has taken on a a hobby slash passion, turned it into a job, and then has really been a forward thinker to to continue to uh, move, you know, Fred's passion of generating technology to help barbecue advance. you know, over the years. So congratulations to uh, Bob and everybody over there at the Barbecue Guru. 149 bucks for the party queue. Kidding me? You saw how sexy it was on the pictures. I'm going to bust that thing out, try it over the weekend, show you, take some video. All right, folks. Barbecue competition season is upon us. Cook Shack has the smoker to get you in the winner's circle. Fast Eddie's by Cook Shack. The FEC 100 is the choice of many teams. On the competition circuit, Dave Bosco of Butcher Barbecue, Dana Hillix of Big Papa's Country Kitchen, Todd Johns of Plowboys have competed using the FEC 104 years. Uh, David, as you well know, won the 2012 barbecue contest at the World Food Championships in Las Vegas and was featured on uh, not this past season, but the season before that barbecue pitmaster show. Todd John won the American Royal in 2009 using his FEC 100s. 
Other notable teams using it are DivaQ, Jiggy Piggy, Pork Patrol, Barbecue, ZBQ, Stubborn Bull Barbecue, MaxQ, Burnt at Both Ends, J-Star Barbecue, and Dr. Nordy's Barbecue. Why do these legendary pitmasters prefer the FE100? Todd Johns of Plowboys considers his FE a member of his cooking team. They handle his fire management. He can cook by himself. He does not have to worry about if his pit temperature will be consistent or not because it's going to be. He can roll into a contest at 6 p.m. at night, prepare his meats, be ready to cook quickly. The FE100 puts you in control so you can concentrate on your flavor profiles and making those turn-in boxes. The FEC100 features a digital CookShack IQ4 controller, which lets you set the smoke cooking time, the temperature, and the holding temperature. The heat and flavor source is 100% food-grade wood pellets that are easily obtainable, inexpensive, and easy to store. This pellet heat is controlled by a fully automated pellet system, and they produce very little ash as compared to stick burners. If you want more smoke flavor, CookShack offers an additional log burner as well. Just call one of the friendly sales professionals, CookShack, 800-423-0698. That's 800 423 0698 and they can tell you more about it. check out the website cookshack.com that's cookshack.com and discover the taste of real barbecue cookshack.com 800-423-0698 i are back with an open segment you want to jump in hit me i'm ready to go maybe we'll do a contest maybe we won't we'll see what happens from here you're listening and watching the barbecue show or the Barbecue Central Show, right here on the Barbecue Central Network. Seven seven four four eight zero four three three to get on the air. Now here's your host, Greg Rempe. All right, welcome back. Two one six two two zero zero nine six six. Greg at the BBQ Central Show dot com. Those are your two ways to get in touch with me tonight. Should you see fit. Thanks to Bob Trudnack. I'm just getting word from Officer uh, Deputy Corey. I'm not going to make it tonight. Oh? What do you mean you're not going to make it tonight? Wait a second. I don't don't understand. Why? Why? Why can't you make it tonight? I thought... I thought... I thought we had a good run. I did. I thought... I thought we were kind of growing in this partnership. I was host. Deputy Corey was... Nice, consistent sidekick. We were building a rapport together. Maybe... Maybe perhaps I've... I've taken it the wrong way. I've somehow been wrong misunderstood exactly what was happening because 
I've noticed tonight I'm alone more lonely than ever. Oh, Corey. Deputy Corey, where are you? Oh, 9.40 has never felt like such a lonely time to me. Please go back to the show. Where are you tonight? I know you're not working. I know you're not working. Somehow, I will muddle through the rest of the show. No doubt about it. I'll keep that in remembrance. Don't you think you can just walk back onto the show? All right, anyway, uh, 216-220-0966, greg at the bbqcentralshow.com. Your two ways to get in touch with me. Justin Blakely writing in, Greg, love the live show. Podcast is sweet. My favorite thing to do while making rubs and spices on a Tuesday is listening to the show. Keep up the good work. Would love to chat barbecue someday. Thank you, Justin. How'd that go? What did I see? Look what I've done. I've misplaced my. Here we go. You see, I would love to turn the camera on so you can actually see all my three monitors and how I have the show laid out. Nevertheless, nevertheless, thank you, Justin, for writing in. Um, John Dawson writing in literally from the mean streets of New York City, the concrete jungle. I'm not going to sing that song that uh, Hova sings either. The seasonally adjusted price index for meats, poultry, fish, eggs hit an all-time high in May, according to the data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. That reminds me. The Bureau of... Oh, God. It's got to be done the right way. Did he say the Bureau of Labor Statistics? Oh, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, Rush Limbaugh in the chat room tonight, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Uh, El Smokebo here. The EIB Networks. That's right. The Excellence in Barbecue. And the Director of Advanced Barbecue Studies at the El Smokebo Institute. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, in January 1967, when the Bureau of Labor Statistics started tracking this measure, the index for meats, poultry, fish, and eggs was 38.1. As of last May... It was 234.572. By this January, it hit 240.006. By April, it hit 249. And in May, it climbed to a record. Wait for it. 252.832. Holy moly. I'm no mathematician. But if this was started in 1967... And it was at 38.1. It is now at 252.83. That gives me an answer of 778 million points increase. What? 
The index for meats, poultry, fish, and eggs has risen 7.7% over the span last year. The index for food and home increased 0.7%, the largest increase since July 2011. Five of the six major grocery store food group indexes increased in May, and the index for meat, poultry, fish, and egg store rose 1.4% in May after a 1.5% increase in April with virtually all its major components increasing. Look out. In addition to the food index, the price for freshhold chickens has hit an all-time high in the United States. Of course, we all know that beef is going through the roof as well. A decade ago, in 2004, a pound of fresh chicken cost $1.04. Since then, the price has gone up 50%. Each month, BLS employs data collectors to visit thousands of retail stores all over the country to obtain information of these prices and thousands of items to measure changes of the consumer price index. So look, if you think you're paying more for chicken, well, you're goddamn right you are, and you're paying more for eggs and fish and poultry. Let me tell you something. I'm not a huge fish eater, per se. Thank you, John Dawson, for contributing to the show tonight in the mean streets. Watch your back. I've noticed more, maybe more than anything, that fish is freaking expensive, man. You got to have a six-figure income if you're going to buy more than three pounds of tilapia. You kidding me? You kidding me? Even Aaron Franklin mentioned it on the show when he was on a little while back about how outrageous the beef price is. And then, of course, as a business person, you have to adjust accordingly because the people you buy from don't give a shit. They're not going to feel good or bad for you because they're the ones providing it. And... You're going to buy it because you need it. And you're going to try and work a deal here. But nevertheless, being the business person, you always have the potential of being on the short end of the stick. The person supplying it's like F you. The consumer's like F you. I don't want to pay more. So now as the business person, you are screwed. So what are you going to do? Risk clientele or volume loss because you're going to in kind raise prices because your suppliers are? Maybe. It is a uh, it is a tough one indeed. Look, there he is, Rush Limbaugh in the chat room, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Rush. Hello, Rush. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, oh my, uh, this, of course, is me, uh, El Smokebo. I don't have the picture. Here I am. Uh, here is me, El Smokebo, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, across the fruited plain... Spreading barbecue wisdom and excellence across the EIB network, the excellence in barbecue. Leader of research at the Advanced Barbecue Institute. It's me, El Smokebo. I always think it's neat when I play that song because, you know, it's about Ohio and I live in Ohio. It's great. I think it's great. I love that song. Every time that song comes on, I'm jamming. Just by a count of hands, a count of hands, and by count of hands, I mean people in the chat room, is anybody even aware that there is something called a World Cup on right now? What the hell is that? World Cup. 
for the non-sports fan, uh, this is a soccer match. And uh, it's being played in Brazil. I know that because I do read on the Googles a little bit. But in my day job as director of charter sales for Aerodynamics, a uh, privately owned operator of 50-passenger regional jets, I was getting uh, what would uh, be referred to as a fuckton of quote requests to service my aircraft to go down to Portugal, Sao Paulo, and the like, and fly people around. It would be a group of photographers. And outrageous amounts of money and a risk, and it didn't happen. But I happen to know that whatever uh, the World Cup is, is going on right now. And I'm wondering. I was listening to a lot of talk radio today talking about it. Uh, There was a uh, soccer game on yesterday evening, I think. Well, evening here, 6 o'clock or whatever. uh, Eastern time, where uh, the Americans played a team. And uh, I think maybe we won. And everybody on the sports talk radio today was talking about how, well, you know, eight years ago, you wouldn't find near the excitement or revelry that you are finding today. And people are going out, hey, dude, let's go to the bar and watch the World Cup and Anybody, they said, under mid-30s. So I'm just cresting above mid-30s. <laughs> um, that's, you know, that's all the rage is the World Cup. So maybe I've missed the demographic. Maybe I've missed out on the hype and the hoop. Here's guest 505. Nothing like an anonymous guest. World Cup is good stuff just because you don't have a clue. What don't I have a clue about? I know what I have a clue about. The fact that uh, you have teams running around on a huge field, rarely scoring ever. The clock runs up. Okay, in soccer, the clock runs up in every other sport ever, except for track, that's different because you're keeping time. The clock runs down. You set a time limit on the game and you run down. 12-minute quarters, 20-minute halves, so on and so forth. Except for baseball, it's a pastime. There's no time limit. So uh, I took in, uh, I guess what you would say, a half. I guess you think you would need to uh, score high in order to make it good. I would say this. I think scoring at least one goal might make it, you know, worthwhile. Uh, Let me tell you something. I speak as a experienced... uh Uh-oh. I want to speak as an experienced American. Okay? When I say that uh, soccer is popular with little kids here in America. Soccer is popular with high school kids in America. Soccer is popular in college because you can get scholarships. And then, if you're really good at it, get the hell out. 
and go over to Europe or France or Brazil or any other country, not Canada, uh, that likes soccer. Everywhere else. Just go there. Beat it. Because unless I'm mistaken, there's been more failed soccer programs and leagues and what have you. And don't come at me with MLS. I mean, that play, does anybody even know if MLS is on? Who Who's in MLS? I heard Beckham went back to England because he got paid more money to be an underwear model. That's the only reason anybody in America knows about soccer here because David Beckham came over from England and he's hot. If you're a girl. And his wife is not hot. He's hotter than his wife. I'll agree with that. Absolutely. But I don't want to hear that the... World Cup is all of a sudden take over a whole new romance with the American public. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. Not. It, it is not a, it, again, myopic. In America, it is not going to be more watched than the World Series. It's not going to be more watched in America than uh, the Super Bowl. Or perhaps even the national championship game uh, the, of the, uh, uh, what do they call that? It's the football, college football? I want to say the KCBS, but it's not even. The BCS. All sports way more popular here in America than soccer. I'm not going to get behind soccer. I don't like it. I don't understand it. There's flopping like there is in basketball. I'll admit that. But don't come at me every four years saying this is the greatest thing ever. Because the other three years, nobody gives a shit about it. Period. If I've offended you, I apologize that I haven't offended you earlier. Thank you very much. Midnight Oil, Steve Ray weighing in. Soccer, the fastest growing sport that nobody watches. You are correct, sir. All right. Let me talk to you about the Barbecue Guru, as I had mentioned, longest-running sponsor of the show. If you are a busy working professional, if you are constantly on the run with kids doing errands, and quite frankly, quite frankly, you don't have the time to set around and uh, tend pit temperature control device, uh, tend pit temperature, well, we have just the product for you. The Barbecue Guru uh, pit temperature control devices allow you to throw on a pork butt, a brisket, a couple slabs of ribs, and then you're off to do whatever it is you need to get done. And the Barbecue Guru maintains the temperature you set it at. There are currently four different models to choose from. So you know that there is one that will fit your budget. Of course, the Cyber the CyberQ Wi-Fi unit, uh, the Party Q that we just talked about, easiest point of entry when it comes to temperature control devices, 149 bucks. You can put it on a multitude of different grills or cookers. Unless it's the big stuff, like Bob talked about, then consult. You want to make sure you're getting what you want in the market for a cooker. As Bob mentioned again earlier, look no further than the Onyx Up. Uh, winning on competition circuits as well as in the backyard for years now and all over the country. Fully insulated, holds a ton of meat, accommodates half and full pans for food service. Working seamlessly with any of the Barbecue Guru temperature control devices. Do yourself a favor. Head on over to thebbqguru.com and check out all of their products. If you have any questions about what to order, don't freak out. Don't make the wrong decision. Pick up the phone and call. 800-288-GURU. That's 800-288-GURU. They will have the uh, skills necessary to make sure you're outfitted with exactly what you need to get you up and running right out of the box. 
800-288-GURU or thebbqguru.com. The Barbecue Guru, a breakthrough in barbecue technology. Partycue, baby. Partycue. All right, let's wrap up the first hour right after this. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. BBQ food for you. Hitting a home run with this comment in the chat room. It'd be cool if they played soccer on the NASCAR track with the cars. Then I'd watch. Yeah, you're damn right. I'd watch that shit, too. Class A, pal. Class A. 216-220-0966. Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. Uh, Greg, like I often say, soccer is for countries that can't afford helmets and goalposts. Hell, John Dawson. Of course, he is saying on a flip side that if you still think America doesn't care about soccer, watch Twitter exploding into life as USA scores against Ghana. Yeah, yeah. I know. Twitter, uh, Twitter is the finger of the pulse on everything that's important. Trust me, if Kim Kardashian was walking down Main Street, New York City nude, she'd be getting more tweets than the uh, soccer stuff. Guaranteed. Because we're men and we want to see hot chicks naked. I'm not saying she's hot or not. That's up to you. All right, uh, we will back out here. Revive some libations to get ready for the second hour. 216-220-0966. Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. Stick around. Hi, I'm Johnny Dam, host of the Damage Report radio show. When I'm not falling in love with the First Amendment all over again, I like to sit back, relax, and rub my meat to the Barbecue Central show. And now your host, Greg Rempe. Go, Greg. Yeah, rub that meat. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand my intention? Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Fine, how's it going? <laughs> you have a great show, I'm a big fan. So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono! It's all about the Charbono, dude! Succulent fish, what? He ate 54 wieners. Listen, Shake face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seeds. <laughs> we have top men working right now. Ooh. Top men. All right, just like that, we are into the second hour. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. 
You have found the Barbecue Central show. This is the show that talks about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling. We broadcast live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio, the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I am Greg Rempe. Thanks for uh, joining in here on the second part of the show. Oddly enough, soccer generating a lot of buzz in the chat room, believe it or not. I don't believe it. Uh, Midnight Oil Steve Ray can't wait for the Hawaii versus New Hampshire game. I don't even think that's a real game, Steve. Nibble me this. They should play Cleveland Cavaliers games in the middle of UFC fights to make the games exciting. Chris agreed. Agreed. We do get the number one pick, though, this year again. So this year we're guaranteed to be great because we will be getting. Book it here. LeBron James back in Cleveland. I'm going out on a limb. You watch. Still to come on the show tonight, David Qualls, the pitmaster of the American Dream Barbecue team. Also, sauce and rub reviewing, uh, official sauce and rub reviewing expert of this show, Scott Roberts from scottrobertsweb.com. Let me go to my Google calendar here, and I'll tell you who's going to be on the show next week. Well, that would be great if my calendar would actually show up. Hold your horses. Uh, we have uh, an interview with a unnamed Porticule unit rep. Yes, looking forward to that. A frequent guest to this show, also a hot chick, Robin Lindars, joining me. And a guy that we haven't seen here in a couple months, but making his triumphant return, the Barbecue Central Show Jungle, a host of his own web series, uh, radio host, TV star, 13-time Emmy Award-winning local TV star, Sam Zion, a.k.a. Sam the Cooking Guy, will be joining us as well. Plus, you know, who knows what else. Then the week after that, man, we will be at July 1st. What? July 1st show, I just want to pre-promote. Can you pre-promote? If it was next week, like I just did, I was promoting. Two weeks before is pre-promotion. Ray Lampy will revisit his Ask Dr. Barbecue segment after we miss him. And then, of course, he was uh, you know out of the country at Grillstock doing that deal. And then we're going to have Russ Falk. Russ Falk is with a company called Kalamazoo Grills and uh, Outdoor Products. And if you have never seen a Kalamazoo grill, you know, they, they have like gas grills and a lot of outdoor kitchen crap and all that stuff like we talked about with Meathead um, the last time he was on when you're building your outdoor kitchen. Thought about Kalamazoo a lot because they have a lot of really cool stuff if you have the cash to build that outdoor living area like we were talking about. But forget about all of that. When you get to Kalamazoo, I think it's KalamazooGrills.com. Check out the hybrid cooker. I want to say it might be one of the badass pieces of equipment I've ever seen in my life. You know, top quality stainless steel. It's a gas grill, but it's not just a gas grill. You have your cooking uh, grate, your grill grate. You have, uh, you know, like a, a level... Then there's a void, okay? And then there's your gas burners under the void. Well, this void is a drawer that you pull out, and it's got, like, these Vs in it, and you can load it full of charcoal or wood. 
half on one, nothing on the other. You can have a gas grill on one side. You can have a raging charcoal or all wood fire. And it starts through the burners. Badass. Badass. So Russ Falk is going to be coming on to talk about the Kalamazoo grills. And if there's any way, if there's any possible way, I can squeeze one out of him. Damn, damn right. Yo, Kalamazoo, give me one of those hybrid grills. I would love it. I would use it. I would love it. I would love it all. Come on. I would take it into my room. I would love it. I want to cook with charcoal and the wood. That's what I want to do with it. Tracy Morgan's. Yeah. Let's get nice. So that's going to be in two weeks' time. So stay tuned for that. The 2014 Sam's Club series rolled into Asheville, North Carolina this past weekend. This was a local qualifier, seeing the top six teams move on to the Richmond, Virginia Regional. That'll take place August 30th, which is coming up very quick, 2014. I said it back in February. Everybody laughed at me. 2014 rapidly coming to a close. The top six teams moving on to that event are and taking grand championship. Picking porkers. Heyo! Reserve Grand Smoke on this. Third place, Rocks Money Pit Barbecue. Fourth place, Ultimate Tailgaters Barbecue. Fifth place, a former guest on this show. I believe it was on a chicken roundtable a number of years ago. Two old men in a grill. And rounding out the top six, moving on to the Richmond, Virginia Regional Final again, August 30th. Uncultured Swine. Sounds good. The next Sam's Club event is in Lexington, Kentucky, June 21st. By the way, that happens to be this coming weekend. So good luck to all the teams getting after this one. All right, it's summertime. Right, gang? Summertime? Well, I guess technically it's not summertime yet. But temperatures are creeping up, pools are opening up, and you know what time it is when it's, you know, kids are out of school when it's summertime. It's time to break up the pool rafts, and as we all do, have sex with the pool rafts. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, you think that's odd? Having sex with pool rafts? Well, one guy finds it to be... Uh, Pretty entertaining. That guy, Edwin Tabergta, accused of sex with a pool raft yet again. This guy definitely has a type. Type Edwin Tabergta, 35, arrested in Hamilton, Ohio. That's down by Cincinnati, not by Cleveland. Those people are weird. He was arrested in Hamilton, Ohio, Wednesday for allegedly having sex with an inflatable pool raft by the side of the road. This is the fourth time Mr. Tobergta has been arrested for this kind of offense. In 2011, Tobergta was caught with his pants down, pants on the ground, looking like a fool with your pants on the ground, in an alley with his neighbor's pink inflatable raft. He went to jail but was arrested again in 2013 for having sex with the same exact raft. That's, hey, dude, that's a hot raft. Having sex with the same exact raft, which had inexplicably not been thrown out after the first go-around. The 2013 offense occurred at Tabergta's own home, but he was charged with and pleaded guilty to. 
public indecency because it happened within the view of children during the day. Children probably pointing at him and going, Tebert is having sex with the raft again. Oh, hey, watch out. Ain't nobody got time for that. Well, he does, Tuberta. He's got time for that, sweet brown. It's unclear if Tuberta's most recent alleged offense took place with the same pool raft. In 2002, which is like 12 years ago, Tuberta was arrested for publicly pleasuring himself with an inflatable pumpkin. The object wasn't a pool toy, though, because, come on, a man needs a little variety. That's right. In the newest mugshot, Tuberta is wearing a t-shirt that reads, I'm out of my mind. Please leave a message. Here's a message. Stay away from the pool raft, son. <laughs> what kind of a moral decline in the fabric of our society is finding a, you know, youngish man, 35? He's not old. It would be better if he was 85 getting it on with a pool raft because you'd be like, ah, dude's 85. Probably doesn't know any better. Sees a pink pool raft, probably think it's a chick with pink hair. She's not putting up much of a fight. Boom, it's go time. 35. He's probably rolling on some type of illicit drug, which is also illegal. And it's a pool raft. I mean, some of those plastic parts are pretty edgy, if you know what I mean. You can be getting on your hurt. I want none of that. None of that. Hey, Tuberta, keep the raft away from yourself. You know you can't control yourself. Don't do it. Keep the raft away. Raft sex. For those that are looking for a little variety, a little spice of life. Yeah. There you go. All right, folks, Tasty Licks Barbecue Supply, known for their amazing wide selection of cookers, sauces, rubs, and all the things for both the backyard cook like me and the serious competition team like you. Everything you need. They sell the Big Green Eggs, the Kamado Joe Cookers, the Primo Ceramics, the Mac and the Green Mountain Pellet Grills, all the Weber Grills and Smokers, as well as Meadow Creek Smokers and Cookers, and one of the largest barbecue guru dealers in the country. Also, one of the first to offer the amateur and professional cooking classes hosted by well-known chefs like the Harry Sues, the Todd Johns, the Dan Hicksons of the world, those guys. Call Fred Bernardo right now. You can call him the smoking guitar player. You can call him whatever you want as long as you buy something. Anyway, give him a call at 800-677-2882 or just go over to your friendly worldwide internets and look him up online, tastylicksbbq.com. And don't forget, Smoke Guitar Player has over 150 cooking videos on the website. And in a couple of them, doesn't even try and sell you anything. That's right. You check them out for yourself. That's Tasty Legs Barbecue Supply in beautiful downtown, probably tropical at this point, Shillington, Pennsylvania, or online again at TastyLicksBBQ.com. If you're around, there's a very good chance that Fred might make you a pizza, or there might be cooking something cooking on one of those big green eggs. I know he's a very big fan of the Green Mountain Grills as well, so stop on over to Shillington. You probably won't be disappointed that you stop because you might get something really good to eat. Or maybe he might bust out the guitar and play a tasty lick. TastyLicksBBQ.com 800-677-2882 We're back with David Qualls, pitmaster of the American Dream Barbecue team, right after this. Stick around.
Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. Two one six two two zero zero nine six six. Greg at the BBQ Central Show dot com. This portion of the Barbecue Central Show being brought to you by CookinPellets dot com, your number one source for quality wood pellets for all your pellet driven cookers. Visit CookinPellets dot com for more information or to purchase. You can also visit Amazon dot com to purchase as well. For limited time, anyone that mentions the Barbecue Central Show in the comments box when placing an order gets a free CookinPellets dot com hat, twenty dollar value. Free. Uh oh. Lost the video feed. No! Is there anybody watching on YouTube? Can I figure that out? How do I figure out a YouTube? YouTube Live. Viewers 7. Is that 7? Maybe it's 1. I can never tell. It's so hard to tell these days with the YouTubes. All right, we're getting David Qualls up here. Cookandpellets.com, by the way, if you want the free hat. Put Barbecue Central Show. Uh, my first guest the second hour is the pitmaster, the hottest team on the KCBS circuit right now. Currently on a two-grand championship win streak. And it seems like everything they have gone to this year has either resulted in a grand or a reserve grand. And, of course, now sitting in the second overall for the team of the year points race in KCBS. Uh, let's see how they're doing it. Welcome back. Pitmaster of the American Dream Barbecue team, David Qualls, joining me here on the show. Uh, David, how are you, buddy? Hi, Greg. Uh, Dave, I appreciate you making time for the show. I know, uh, you're, did you make it back home, or are you still kind of in transit just off on the highway now? I'm literally pulling in my driveway right now. All right. Good stuff. <laughs> you made it back, buddy. All right, so number of uh, number of things that I wanted to attack tonight during the time, and I guess before... Uh, we get into the, some of the minutia of how well the American Dream Barbecue team is doing right now. Uh, how do you get into competition barbecue? Did you did you see it on television? Did somebody tell you you should get into it? Uh, I mean, obviously, you kind of live in a, in a barbecue-driven area in Oklahoma, but uh, how do you guys get into it? Well, we, you know, I, I got a little cheap Bankman smoker for our wedding present like in 1988, but uh, uh, in 2009, I think, a lady here in where I live, wanted to put on a barbecue contest. So she asked, you know, two or three people in town, hey, I want to do this. Would you mind to help and stuff? And we got it in help. We jumped in and didn't know what we were doing and cooked to be a part of a team, field the field. And uh, for and we did that for a couple of years. And then uh, I guess about the winter of 2011, we uh, and said, you know, let's try and do this serious. So we went to Scotty Johnson's class early in uh, – 2012, left out of there, got the bug, went the very next week to winter queue, one brisket, and just, you know, we were caught from there. So we're starting our third year here now. So, you know, not a huge amount of time into the competition scene when you look at, you know, some of the other teams that, you know, go out and win. You're sitting second overall for KCBS Team of the Year right now. Obviously a long way to go. And I guess uh, when you talk to some pit masters, they would say this is the point of the year now where it really counts and you're going to have to prove your salt uh, closing out the rest of the year. But we'll get into that here in a second. Uh, you know, let's talk about now 
the 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 two or the, the double up win streak that you are currently on does that build confidence for you or perhaps is it not only a confidence builder but also a a pressure booster if you will uh having one now two in a row going into the next event well i, I, I put a link to hank williams jr's the pressure's on video the other day on, on, on the American Dream page on Facebook because yes, there's a lot of pressure now. Um, because we we this weekend was seven grand championships. However, one of those grands didn't count for the Jack because it was the Sam's local. So, you know, we six, one away for the Jack. And so, you know, now it's like, wow, wow, wow. But we have been on a ride for the last eight weeks that is unbelievable. Um, it's surreal. I have no excuse or no reason why we've done what we've done. It's just everything falls together, and and we're just tickled. David Qualls joining me here on the show, Pitmaster of the American Dream Barbecue Team. Uh, I can appreciate, obviously, the humble side that you want to take with how the last eight weeks have gone and, and how you're one way, uh, one went away from uh, going to the jack. But there has to be some things that are going on, and you are, in, in private conversations, Dave, uh, you've really come across as... Uh, what one would call a student of the game. You're not somebody that is just kind of throwing stuff up against the wall and seeing what sticks. You are taking notes. You're keeping journals. You are keeping track of scores. You know, there's a lot of detail and um, almost mathematics, if you will, to a certain degree on on how you're performing and uh, I guess maybe how you're setting up for that next competition. Oh, well, there's so many tools available now. I mean, obviously, I track my scores in a spreadsheet, and KCBS allowing us to see judges' average scores, just know how we're doing versus how the judges, you know, what they're doing and things like that. But, you know, when you look at things like this show, Facebook, all everything on the Internet as far as, like, Barbecue Brethren, you know, I started reading Barbecue Forum back in the, in the in late 90s. Things like that. It's, the learning curve is a whole lot easier. Uh, the internet, as far as being able to buy product, it's not as hard today on a team like us as like it was the guys who were paving the way, like Trey and Mike Davis and, and and guys like that that have cooked forever, that you know had to do it by trial and error and add more salt, add more pepper. Uh, it, it's easier, but yes, we do scout. You know, I look at my scores and I look at my box pictures and, and go, okay, why did this guy give us an eight versus a nine? Okay, I see that piece of partially out of line, you know, thing. So, you know, we take it pretty serious right now. And my wife, Chris, has just been great about that. I mean, she builds the boxes and and we go over our scores and our pictures every Sunday after we get home. Dave, when you saw some success last year and, you know, you have some time off in between, you know, quote-unquote seasons, um, were there specific things that you said, okay, here's what was good last year and here are some things we need, either need to change wholesale or at least some things that we need to tweak prior to ramping up for this year? Well, we came on pretty strong at the end of last year, if you remember. You know, we had a couple of grands and then had a good run at Sam's towards the end of the year. And our flavor profiles really didn't change. I changed pits and uh, went, you know, to the Dream Maker. And I cooked a lot this winter just at the house, getting used to dialing in that Dream Maker. Now, that's what I call my Jambo J5. I call it the Dream Maker. But uh, so we cooked all winter just playing around with getting it right, getting the timing right, you know, getting the color right and stuff like that. 
And then we came out of the box in February, went down to Huntsville, Texas, and won our first contest. And then you're just like, yeah, this is the way to go. <laughs> well, it's just I that easy. That easy. Um, as far but as we as, have cooked very consistent the last eight weeks, and then then our scores show it. When you talk about flavor profiles, and obviously this is a topic that people always love to get into, but as far as where you're cooking and the success that you're seeing, what are you finding flavor profile wise that is um, garnering more to the positive of the judges' palate? Well, I've heard, you know, people say, well, you can't do this in Iowa. You can't do this in Texas. Uh, you've got to do this in Kansas. You've got to do this in Oklahoma. I'm running the same flavor profile and that basically we finished the year with last year, started this year. And, I mean, we have won grand championships in Iowa, in Oklahoma, uh, in Illinois last week. We've run reserves in Colorado and Kansas. And, and we've cooked the same stuff, you know, the same profiles. And so, Billy Bosky used to say the guy who wins is the guy who cooks the most offensive barbecue, does the best. And so, you know, we've stayed, you know, right in the middle of the road, and the judges seem to like it wherever we go right now. I've heard over the years uh, from some of the top pit masters out there, uh, still out there right now, that the goal is to make the least offensive barbecue. Is that still kind of a mindset, or, or or is it not the same mindset as it was, you know, five, six, seven years ago? Well, I, I think it, I think that's pretty much right on. You know, I mean, less is more. In a, in a sense, you've got to let the meat stand out, but then you've got to have that smoke flavor. You've got to have those layers of flavor. And if you just bite into something that's nothing but sweet sauce, or you bite into nothing that's just savory with heat on the background, you may three judges may love it. Two judges may be mediocre, and a judge kills you. And the two mediocre judges, you know, just knock you out of the game. So try and find that happy medium. And that's where I think where we've been in the last eight weeks is we've just been in a good happy medium with our soft blends and our, our rubs and our seasoning. And, uh, you know, a lot of that becomes, you know, a, a credit to Stephen Franklin and Sterling Ball and those guys because we're brand ambassadors for Simply Marvelous. And he's got a great complement of rubs out there that's just not, doesn't just hit you in the face with power, but then when you layer it in just right and put it with right seasoning, it brings out the meat that you're cooking. And it's a meat contest. Whether, you know, you try to make it a sauce or not, you know, it's a meat contest. And where I think we're succeeding at it right now. Or the judges like it this week. You know, there always seems to be a popular sauce or a, a popular rub. Obviously, the sauce for what seems like 700 years has been the blues hog, whether you're using it real, whether it's being cut with something or used as a base. Uh, smoking guns was a, a rub that you had heard about for years and years. Uh, now you have, as you had mentioned, the, the Simply Marvelous, the Big Papa Smokers. Uh, some of that is, I guess, mixed in and, and known as the West Coast Offense. Uh, these are rubs that have really come on the scene over the last couple of years, and it seems, at least from what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing, uh, and then talking to pitmasters are, are rubs that are really gaining a lot of popularity, uh, but also seeing a lot of category wins, a lot of overall reserves, and a lot of overall grand championships as well. Do you find the same thing? I mean, obviously, as you said, you're your brand ambassador, but you talk and see a lot of people, you go to a lot of competitions. How are you finding that product? 
But I think, you know, whatever the flavor of the month is, a lot of people are going to buy, and you're going to see people get upset because, hey, I read about this, and you're winning with it, and how come I used it and didn't win? You still have to cook the food. You know, Darren Worth told me that from Iowa Smokey D's just the other day, you know, we're talking about, and he says, doesn't matter what you do, what profile you use, you still have to cook the food. I think today's ovens and things are more blended with the idea in mind that we can make these products allow you to make it easier for you to cook your food. But don't get me wrong. You can take a guy like Darren Worth, Bud Gray, Huffy Stone, hand them a bottle of Blues Hog and have them a bottle of Guns Hot, and then go out there and win a contest against anybody. You can take those same guys and hand them some ingredients, some salt, pepper, onion, and garlic, and they can beat us guys with a handful of good products. They still have to David Qualls, Pitmaster American Dream Barbecue Team, joining me here on the show. All right, so if we're just kind of almost getting into July, um, you know, we're right around halfway through the year. Um, I, I don't know, I'm speculating, but I, I would guess that you would hope that you were probably in a situation that you're in currently with KCBS Team of the Year standings. But as you project out, considering where you're at now, will you make a wholesale run at trying to win the whole damn thing? Do you have other engagements or obligations that will take you out of that? What's the, the forecast for the next six? You know, I'll be honest with you. We are booked with contests through July. I have contests in August that, that, that we already have on the calendar to go to. Uh, we're signed up for SAMS in September. So we've got that first week of the local and then the next two weeks, we don't know, you know, whether we move on or not. Then we have the Royal in October. Am I officially making a run for team of the year? The answer is no. And, it, and it's almost impossible unless you can devote a hundred percent of your time and go to only 50 team contests. We started cooking barbecue because we went to towns that had functions and festivities that was a part of the you know, the whole scene. And I'm not going to drop going to contests I've been the last two years to drive halfway across the nation because there's a 50-team contest that if I win in that one, I can pick up the 18 more points I need. I did that last year chasing brisket. I went from Laughlin, Nevada to Plant City, uh, Florida, trying to pick up 30 points to beat uh, Hogtide. Couldn't do it. It was a metal drain. It was a physical drain. I'm not going to chase it that hard. If it falls in my lap, I'll take it, but I'm not going to go after it. Is it something that you would set aside a season to do where you could prepare, I guess, mentally and physically to say, okay, this is going to be the calendar year that Chris and I are going to make the rush on KCBS Team of the Year, and if it works out, it's great. If it doesn't, it doesn't, versus finding yourself where you're at now and then deciding, well, we're going to go full bore and see how this thing works out. For for us, I don't see us doing anything different than we are doing this year. We're going to pick 20 contests that will wind up to be in 30, 35 contests of places we enjoy to go and uh, the functions and go with the people we want to see. If you want to just strictly say, my eyes are set for team of the year, then you can't have a social life on Friday night and visit with folks. You can't decide that I want to go to this fireworks contest and, and see my cousins who live in that same town. You just it, it becomes a job, and I don't need another job. So <laughs> at this point, no. I don't think I'll ever set out and say, okay, 2015, we're going for team of the year. If it happens, it happens, but it will happen on our terms, not because we're chasing it, because the system's too flawed to try and just be a casual cook that does good and win team of the year anymore. Uh, Dave, I'm not going to press you for uh, intimate details, but as far as the system and, 
and you know tables of death and not tables of death and angel tables and all this other stuff. Do you foresee a point where there might be a time that, that those things are kind of eliminated and the, the playing field, I guess you could say, is leveled? I don't know how you can level it. I mean, they've been there. We're just now, and, and you and I have talked about this privately, uh, they're there. They've always been there. Just the new KCBS score shows us these tables that have these very low average scoring judges. We have basically three generations of judges in KCBS now, judges that were told, taught to start at a seven and go up, judges that were taught to start at a nine and go down. And so when you put a blend of all them in, it gets crazy. But I track that. And I know now that if I hit a table that there's three judges that average 27 and I'd average a 28, then I probably know that my food was okay. You know, when my overall average for the season's a 31, 32, 33, I just hit a low-scoring table and it took me out of the game. But uh, I don't know how you fix it, but I think, you know, if you're a team that's going to cook 10 to 15 contests, you'll fade the couple of contests you hit with bad tables. Uh, if you cook three, four, five, and you hit two bad tables right out of the bat, you're going to get discouraged and say this isn't worth it. But you've got to know that if you hit the bad table, was the food you put on the table acceptable to begin with? And there's where a lot of teams, you know, get off. Well, I hit a low table, but then again, I had 12 pieces of ragged brisket in there too. It probably wouldn't have scored any better on a super table. David, one last question here before I let you go, and I appreciate the time. Um, a lot of people will say, oh, uh, you know, for instance, you, you know, you've, you've won a lot. You, you see some reserve grand champions, you see some category calls, and they think that uh, maybe you're making money uh, hand over fist at this. And the one thing that I like to point out on the show is the fact that if you're not familiar with competition barbecue and how it works, and even if you're talking to some of the most successful teams out there, and at this point this year, you're one of them for sure. It's really hard to get into the proverbial black when it comes to competition barbecue. So it's something that you want to have to do because you love it first and not think that you're going to get into and get rich at. Oh, absolutely. You know, probably the only two guys that made money, really money in barbecue last year was Darren with uh, some big wins at Kingsford and the Royal and Rod Gray winning uh, uh, Pitmasters and Jim Berg winning uh, Sam's. You know, because you won so much at one contest to put you over. But we go to contests where grand championships thousand, fifteen hundred dollars. You know, you can't fade a lot of non GC shows with a thousand dollars when you spend seven hundred dollars in fuel just to get to that contest. Not alone, you know, talking to meat and, and rubs and everything else. So it's a hobby first that can build into something that breaks even. And if you get in that upper tier, you can make money. But don't ever start out, and I'd say this to anybody that's thinking about this, don't ever start out thinking, I can be Myron Mixon by the end of the year and make me the way in this man barbecue, because that won't happen. Ask Myron, he'll tell you that won't happen. <laughs> you know, ask Johnny Trigg. He's won a half million dollars, but he says, you can't get rich doing this. David Qualls, the pit master of the American Dream Barbecue Dame, uh, David, always appreciate the time. Uh, continued success, man. Let's talk again soon. Great. Thanks so much. Say hi to your family. Sure will. There he is. David Qualls, American Dream Barbecue Team, class act, and well-spoken. You know, I always say, you know, what makes a great guest? Somebody that is able to talk effectively, efficiently, 
has good takes, uh, whether it be something that I'm going to agree with or something that I'm not going to agree with, because I don't care if you agree with me or not, um, as long as you're able to, to bring the point across, and he did on a number of different fronts here, and certainly given the last eight weeks, nobody's probably cooking a hotter barbecue circuit than um, Chris and David Qualls from the American Dream Barbecue Team. So thanks to him for joining me this past segment. Scott Roberts coming up out of the break for Sauce and Rub Reviews. But first, did you do it? Did you screw up Father's Day? No. Hurry, hurry, hurry over to Stephen DeFranco Jewelers, stephendefranco.com, and redeem yourself for screwing up Dad's Father's Day. Bowl of a Watches are there. Bowl of a Precisionist, the Accutrons. All the good stuff. Citizens, if you want one of those fancy European watches, you can get the uh, Philip and Company watch. They use those ETA movements. They are serial numbered and registered with Philip himself. You know, all the watches from Stephen DeFranco Jewelers come with the exclusive watch package performance program. It includes a year extension of the manufacturer's warranty. You get free engraving. Maybe you're giving it as a gift. Maybe you're giving it to yourself and you want to commemorate the date that you gave yourself a watch. I would do that. Free batteries for life with the watch. Free shipping. A free polishing cloth to keep it nice and sexy all year round. All this at no extra charge, by the way. If you're in a different time zone, just tell Steve what time zone you're in. He'll set the watch time for you and send it. Again, free shipping. So you're saving you know, a good chunk of change just on the shipping alone. Here's what you do. You call Steve directly, 440-943-2700. That's 440-943-2700. And you ask for Steve. He'll answer the phone. This is Steve. Say, hey, Steve, this is John or Tim or Blake or Tina. I'm a barbecue brother or a sister. I saw this watch online. Tell him what it is. He'll give you the real price because it's not allowed by the manufacturer to show the real discounted price on the website. So again, the website stephendefranco.com, and then call them 440-943-2700. Let me challenge you. First person that makes a purchase with Stephen DeFranco and can verify through receipt email, I will give you a barbecue hook. And yes, Jeff Elser, I have yours coming. Come on, get off my back. It's a barbecue hook. StephenDeFranco.com. That's StephenDeFranco.com. 440-943-2700. Scott Roberts coming up out of the break. Stick around. We'll be right back. Advice on cooking brisket and ribs. And the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. All right, welcome back. 216-220-0966. Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. Your two ways to get in touch with me. Thanks again to David Qualls for joining me. American Dream Barbecue Team Pitmaster. Uh, but we... Uh, Go to the proverbial bullpen for a monthly guest. He is the official 
barbecue sauce and rub reviewer for this here show. He is a fiery foods expert, knowledge base extraordinaire, and we race over the hotline and welcome back Scott Roberts to the show. Scott, how are you? Doing fantastic. How you doing, Greg? Doing absolutely fantastic myself, Scott. Thank you for asking. Let me quickly get rid of that uh, thing. There we go. Now there he is, Scott Roberts. All right, so uh, we missed you last month. Obviously, um, you know, I'm very busy with all the barbecue crap going on, and I apologize. So lash out at me as you will. Uh, what is happening over at scottrobertsweb.com, the land of fiery foods, all that good stuff? Uh, picking back up with the product reviews over there, I kind of slacked off with doing that. Uh, yes, the Up and Down Firecast podcast is, is swinging full back into action. It's going strong. I had some great guests over there so far and I have plenty of great guests planned in the future. So if it, people want to listen to that, they could go over either to scottrobertsweb.com or thefirecast.com and take a listen. Scott, how do you have some guy named Jeff Alberts or John Alberts or whoever the hell he is, and you don't ask me to come on and talk about barbecue? You're a rat bastard. How dare you? <laughs> you will be on soon, Greg. I I do have a short list, and you are next. I just haven't I love to, to invite my way on to shows, just like that. Yes, right. yes. Uh, so Scott Roberts comes on here once a month, uh, and you know some of us have discretionary income that we like to... Uh, throw out on rubs and sauces, and you are a guy who's out there doing it, well-known for the sauces and rub reviews. And uh, we have three items up for review tonight. First one is something I'm not going to say right. I just know it. Uh, but I'll give it a shot. I think maybe Joe's Boy's Cajun Tailgate Barbecue Sauce. Am I good or no? You are very good, yes. yes. It's that funny kind Thank of uh, French-looking... Cajun. Cajun stuff, yeah. I, I'm only fluent in English, so I, I assume, yes, it is Joe's Boys. <laughs> uh, um, now, this uh, particular sauce, let me grab the bottle here. I think this is the, the full version here, so you can kind of see what's in there. Uh, this one is very, very sweet, very, very tart and bitter. Oh. With very very little stuff that's kind of um, in the middle to give it body and uh, uh, richness too. Um, I wasn't quite sure what to do with this, so I tried it on just about everything. Um, spices, not as far as a hot chili pepper spice, but everything kind of in between. A little oniony, little garlicky, probably a lot garlicky. Uh, a little bit of uh, celery in it. And it just didn't quite work on whatever I had it on, uh, the, the seafood, chicken, pork. Um, and uh, when it comes to Cajun, I want full flavor. And it really just didn't deliver. It, it just came out sweet at the end with way too much tartness. Now, I'm going to continue to experiment with the second bottle that I have. Maybe I'll find something that really goes on well, but I just couldn't give it a really high rating this time. You have a tremendous amount of jars of sauce behind you that I am just finding. I mean, oh. that is in crazy town back there. What is happening? Could, could potentially the Joe's Boys Cajun Tailgate Barbecue Sauce be the sauce that you know, maybe it's not going to be the one that stands out all by itself on whatever protein or, you know, whatever. But maybe it could be one of those sauces that 
hey, use it as a good base. Like, I know a lot of people use that crap open pit as a base for their barbecue sauce. Is this something that you could see being a base for something bigger and better? I would have to add quite a bit of stuff to it, some chili powder, maybe some tomato paste, uh, some other things. It, it, to me, it's not really a good base either. Oh. I, I hate to say it. Some things you taste, they just have that really good general uh, sweet, tomatoey, ketchupy type base, and you know you could add just a little bit of such and such to make it better. This, I don't think it would work that well. All right. Uh, size of the bottle, price point, and where can you get it if you're so inclined? Okay. It comes in a 16-ounce bottle. You can get it at joesboys.com. Of course, it's spelled. Let me hold it up there. J-E-A-U-X apostrophe X. Well, there's no apostrophe in the website address. Uh, just S, boys.com. And uh, it runs for $750 plus shipping for a bottle. All right. And uh, Scott Roberts professional rating on this one i would give this an oven baker okay oven baker we know what that means even if you find it in your store and it's buy one get one maybe pass and buy craft and nobody buys craft you buy craft that, well you, you buy craft? somebody buys it since it's a dollar oh, a bottle i know everybody buy, i mean everybody buys craft of course but you know us people we would never buy them. All right, so you might want to pass on that one. That's Joe's Boys Cajun Tailgate Barbecue Sauce. Uh, the next one is Chili Spot Competition Barbecue Mop Sauce. So when I hear Mop Sauce, I immediately go to my friend Stubbs, who has a, a pretty good line of Mop Sauce himself. Uh, is this something that would be in a similar vein, or is it more a barbecue sauce with the use of the word Mop? What do you think? Uh, yeah, I would say it's a good all-around barbecue sauce that you can use as a Mop. Um, even if people wouldn't see the word mop, I would just go ahead and say, hey, use it as a barbecue sauce. It's uh, it's an excellent sauce. It has everything in it, your sweetness, spiciness, a little bit of vinegariness. Um, if you love that kind of sweet, tart ketchup base, it has it. Uh, it's got a great chili pepper flavor to it, not necessarily the blazing heat, but just the uh, – um, and I forget what pepper is in it. I'm supposed to know these kinds of things here. Uh, it, it's it's not more than a jalapeno level heat, but just has a really rich, full, kind of spicy, almost uh, an earthy, grassy vegetable flavor that just blends in with everything just terrifically well. Uh, great on everything. It has wow. that kind of all-purpose kind of quality to it, so it would appeal to a lot of people. It's not one of these fringe sauces. Uh, all in all, a very good, versatile I, – I don't want to say bargain. Um, you're going to hate me here. I know I said <laughs> I was looking up the price. Right now, they do not have it up on their website. I, I know they had sent me some other notes. I couldn't find it, so I imagine based on the other – prices that are on their website it might be around six fifty seven dollars a bottle all right so let's say sub 10 uh at that price point uh for a 13.5 ounce bottle do you think that is do you think as you said is a bargain do you think it should be uh, high could would you pay more for that considering the high praise you're giving it what do you think for a qpr I don't know about paying more for it at around that price around seven dollars a bottle it's a very good deal 
And uh, ChiliSpot.com would be where you would be able to get it otherwise? Yes, yes. Right, ChiliSpot.com. Or chili spelled with an E at the end of the word chili. C-H-I-L-E spot.com. And uh, Scott Roberts rating. Uh, this top ten call. Wow. Great stuff. All right. So we go from oven baker to top ten call. That's what I like, a little diversity here in the uh, sauces and the rubs. Uh, last item up is Todd's Dirt, Crabby Dirt. What can you tell me about uh, Todd's Dirt is a, a great line of uh, all-purpose rubs and seasonings. It's more than just a barbecue rub. It's it's those types of seasonings that are very earthy and grassy and all-purpose and stuff you can throw on vegetables and potatoes at home and what have you. Of course, the word crabby doesn't mean that it's surly or cranky, no. uh, but of course, it implies seafood. Aha. Uh-huh. And... This is more than just your type of Old Bay seasoning. It is very aromatic and a lot of the spices that he uses, uh, all kinds of things in it, your, your Italian-type spices, your chili powder. But it does employ things like ginger, cinnamon, I believe, all spices in there, a very powerful, nasally. Uh, but it, go, it goes all together well. It's not just a seafood-type sauce that you throw on your shellfish, uh, salmon. It's also great on things like chicken. And, in fact, it almost reminds me of something like a jerk seasoning, which, of course, to me, excels on chicken and pork. Uh, it, it does lack that kind of spiciness from chili pepper powder. So don't expect that in a kind of jerk seasoning capacity. But uh, all together, it's a fairly decent type of seasoning. Yeah, it says uh, here on the website that you can put it on all kinds of seafood. Uh, however, you can get chicken, put it on your uh, favorite crab cake recipe. Uh, you can also put it on anything you want to spice it up to uh, include barbecue ribs, beer can chicken, eggs, pizza, steak, so it, and any variety of red sauce. So it does sound like as, a, uh, as an overall rub, it could add some... Uh, value, but as a as you said, it may be perhaps a competitor to the old bay style seasoning. It that might freshen up your seafood a little bit. No, it's, it's a little different than old bay. Uh, some of those uses eggs or pizza. I'm not quite sure. It's to me it, those types of aromatic spice tones may be a little too overpowering. Um, it's I would want more of a chili pepper or saltiness if I would put it in applications like that, but. All in all, did a fairly decent job on a lot of different applications. Uh, in the ingredients list, it does mention cayenne peppers. So from a heat perspective, uh, obviously from a professional chili head, uh, I don't know if it really tickles your fancy at all, but uh, would the lesser fiery palated people be affected or not really at all? I don't think they would be affected. I did tasted very, very little heat in this. Uh, of course, if the, there are people that are wimps out there. I call them mild mouths. If a tiny <laughs> bit of heat would bug you, I would say it's still safe for you. Just a little bit of spiciness, just to kind of round out the whole flavor profile. All right. Uh, size and price and where can you get it? Okay. Uh, this is a uh, 3.25-ounce shaker bottle. Uh, it runs for $5, and you can get it at toddsdirt.com. Toddsdirt.com. And, uh, of course, we all want to know uh, Scott's official review rating. 
this would rate a backyard griller. So around a three out of five. All right, three out of five. So it's not incredibly awesome. It's not incredibly bad. But, um, like, would you search it out on the Internet to, to, to buy it? Or if you saw it on sale at your grocery store, maybe you would pick it up? Or, like, where's the, the QPR on it? Uh, yeah, if I would see it in a grocery store, a specialty shop, yeah, I definitely would pick it up, kind of experiment with it, maybe blend it with another spice blend if you really want to bring something out, especially applying it to barbecue tight meats, you know, your porks, your ribs, uh, pork shoulder. Uh, I don't know if I would really use it in that capacity. It's more of a kind of bright, almost jerk type seasoning that would go well seafood, chicken, things like that. Scott, for the people that maybe are just tuning in for the first time tonight, they haven't scoured the uh, archives of the show, can you uh, just quickly recap your ratings, how we rate stuff? Okay, ratings, of course, we have to be all nice and clever and everything. Uh, On my website, I basically give like a one through five rating on everything. Uh, Of course, with five being the best, uh, here on the Barbecue Central Radio Show, we give little names for things. Uh, number one, piss poor, terrible, uh, avoid at all cost. I would give a rib boiler. <laughs> rib boiler. If you hear that, you run immediately. Head for Z Hills. That's right. Uh, going up another step for a two out of five, I give a an oven baker. Uh, not so terrible. But still, something that can need vast improvement. Uh, up a step from that, three out of five is a backyard griller. Something that's kind of middle of the road, not bad, but not stellar either. Uh, four out of five would be a top ten call. Something that's very, very good. Something you definitely should take a look at. And based on wh- however I describe it, you know, do you, your own palate may be slightly different. So it, you, your mileage may vary. You may think it's, you know, actually good. You may think it's great. Uh, of course, at the top of the heap, I would give a grand champion to a product I just couldn't live without, something I like to use several times a year. Had to keep a bottle a shaker bottle, a, a bottle of sauce, whatever the product is, on hand at all times in my kitchen or uh, here in my office slash sauce room. So it, it's it's very rare that something gets a grand champion rating, but if you get it or if I give that rating, you need to get it immediately in your house. That's right. Um, do you recall how many grand champions we've doled out this year so far, or have we at all? I don't know if any this year. Maybe something about four, four and a half out of five. Yeah, I don't think uh, we've seen Grand Champion this year. Listen, yeah. I think we've had I know a, there were a couple last year. Yeah, we've had some uh, some top ten calls, but I, I believe we have not hit the Grand Champion threshold yet. But we have six months to go yet, so don't even worry. I mean, we can we'll have six more of these. Hopefully, somebody will step up and wow your palate, and we can reveal it here on this show. Let's hope. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm still looking out for it. All right. Scott Roberts can be found at scottrobertsweb.com. You can find him here monthly on this show. He is the official sauce and rub reviewer of the Barbecue Central Show. Scott, as always, appreciate the time, and we will look for you in month seven, dare I say, July. Oh, it's already here. It's already here. I'm ready for it. Me too, brother man. Thanks for coming on, and we'll talk to you again next month. Okay, thanks, Greg. There he is, Scott Roberts, scottrobertsweb.com. 
rapidly coming to a close. So uh, just for those people keeping track of the products, uh, Joe Boy's Cajun Tailgate Barbecue Sauce was an oven baker. So we kind of want to stay away from that one. Uh, Chipotle Chili Spot Competition Barbecue Mop Sauce was a top 10 call, and Todd's Dirt Crabby Dirt was a uh, backyard griller. So something that you may or, or may not want to consider, depending on what your budget is and you know all this other stuff. All right, uh, let me talk to you about a longtime sponsor of the show, somebody who you see dominating the competition trail, somebody you see dominating the competition barbecue products market. It is none other than Dave Bosco of Butcher Barbecue. That's right, number of products for you to choose from. You have, of course, the injections that he is world famous for, the pork injection, the beef injection, the prime injection. The number of Bird Booster flavor injections that are on the market now. Bird Booster sweeping the nation for the people that whine and cry and bitch and moan. I can only get flavor on my chicken on the outside. I can't get it in where it counts. Well, I believe we have hit a sticking point, my friend. You need to go to ButcherBBQ.com. You need to order some bird booster from Dave Bosco of Butcher Barbecue at butcherbbq.com. You need to add more moisture than you would get from brining. You also need to look at his rubs, his sauces that he's got going on. You need to get the uh, injection container. Travels with you wherever you go. Maybe you're a caterer. Maybe you're somebody that does a lot of competition cooks. And you don't want to be messing around with bowls and so forth. The uh, competition shaker, which can be found on butcherbbq.com, Gives you those levels and lines of demarcation. This much uh, injection powder, this much liquid. Now give it a shake. Stick your injection needle in there. Start pulling it out. Start injecting. For instance, Diane Me, second in chicken last week using Butcher Barbecue. The results continue. Dave Bosca has seen uh, perfect scores on chicken himself with the uh, Bird Booster. Of course, the sauces I always mention each and every week. When I'm not making my own sauce, if I have to go to a bottled sauce already made in the marketplace, Butcher's Sweet Barbecue Sauce is the one for me. It's uh, got a nice amount of heat. It's got a nice tang. It's sweet. It's good stuff. And you know there's no liquid smoke in it, so it's a favorite on my palate. You might like liquid smoke. That's fine. I don't particularly like it, so, you know, things that don't have it rate high with me. I don't think you're trying to hide anything. Putting liquid smoke to me in a barbecue sauce is like drinking cold white wine. You can mask other things in there. You can mask the imperfections. You drink a white wine at room temperature. There's nothing that can hide. You drink or you eat a barbecue sauce or you make a barbecue sauce without liquid smoke. There's nothing that can hide. It stands on its own merit. It stands up and it's good or it stands up and it sucks. Patrick Paquette trusts his own butcher, by the way. He's asking for the karma uh, for next week. Uh, Patrick, you got karma, buddy. Mail it in. It's a win for you. You head on over to ButcherBBQ.com. That's ButcherBBQ.com. Don't worry about breaking the bank on shipping either. Great prices there. ButcherBBQ.com. Always trust your butcher. We're back to wrap it up right after this. Stick around. Get in the smoke. Call 877-448-0433 to get on the air. Now, here's your host, Greg Rampey. 
All right, welcome back. Uh, Diane Me requesting karma as well. Granted. Granted. Long live Jambi. Mohegan Sun contest this weekend for Patrick Paquette. Diane, where are you going to be? We'll shout you out. Thanks again to Scott Roberts of scottrobertsweb.com for joining me. Again, uh, Joe's Boys Cajun Tailgate Barbecue Sauce, Chili Spot Competition Barbecue Mop Sauce, and Toby's Dirt Crabby Dirt were all of those products that were outlined tonight. And one that wasn't, you know, so great, I think. So, heh. Canadian Festival of Chili and Barbecue. Good luck to Diane. Good luck to you. All right, let's wrap this bad boy up. All the way back in the first hour, the vice president of sales and marketing for the Barbecue Guru, Bob Trudnak, was on. We talked about the brand new party cube. Party! We talked about the Onyx Oven. We talked about the fact that he's going to have a new cooker coming out maybe towards the end of the year that he's going to be messing around with come this Friday on the prototype version. Uh, we also talked about uh, soccer and how I think it sucks. But you can like it if you want, but it sucks. And then the second hour, we talked to Pitmaster of the American Dream Barbecue team, the uh, one of the hottest teams on the competition trail right now for KCBS, sitting second overall in the Team of the Year race, David Qualls. Great conversation with him. A lot of good insights. So if you missed it, if you're just tuning in now, go back and get the archives here. They'll be posted by 11.55 this evening or get them through the iTunes. And then we close out the show with Scott Roberts of scottrobertsweb.com evaluating uh, two new sauces and a rub. There you go. Big show planned next week. If you use the raw cast iron, my advice, season it every time. As it starts to cool down, hit it with a grill brush, a little pan, a little Crisco, let it burn back in. Generations of rust-free service. Tell me I'm wrong. Also, September 11th, 2001, I will never forget. Until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, it's your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now.